Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've got your preseason week three viewing guide next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here on the Friday, August 26th episode with Dan Schneier. And we're giving you some big position battles we're keeping an eye on for the final week of the preseason. Remember, these are the last opportunities that we're going to have to see how teams are using their players, which players are playing with the first team offense until week one. So, you know, you don't want to put too much weight on the preseason, but hey, you don't want to ignore it either because we're if it wasn't for the preseason, we wouldn't know about Antonio Gibson being in the doghouse, right? And so yep. we'll actually start with that one. Uh, that one's on Saturday. Antonio Gibson's usage has been under a microscope all preseason. Ron Rivera on Thursday said he expects Gibson to be the primary kick returner. And I did some research. Over the past decade, there have been three instances of a player having 15 kickoff returns in a season <laughs> and 150 carries. Those are pretty low numbers. And so... Over the past 30 years, there have been two guys who have had 200 carries and 15 kickoff returns in a season. So history is against Antonio Gibson having a big role in the offense, if that's the case. That being said, is that the case? Do you think there's still room for him to be fantasy relevant in this offense? And what what would you want to see out of this offense in preseason week three? There's not really any room for it in my mind right now, but on the flip side of that, you think, wow, you can get a talent like Antonio Gibson for the price you're going to get him at now. And for that alone, there is reason to argue to buy him. I won't Mm -hmm. be one of those people, though, because unfortunately, what we've seen this preseason is they've tried to use him in the the McKissick role because McKissick has been out, but there's no long-term concern with McKissick's injury. So once he comes back in, who are they going to use? The guy that they trusted so much that they had to prime away from the Bills this offseason to re-sign him? Or Antonio Gibson, who didn't really all all of a sudden, you know, in a lot of ways look as comfortable as as McKissick in that role. So I just don't know if he's going to be pulled in the red zone because he's certainly not a better back there than Robinson. And on even between the 20s, one of the biggest issues for Gibson is the same thing I have problems with about ETN and the Barclays of the world. They're not really the greatest processors. They don't really pick the best holes. Gibson, I'm sorry, Robinson was doing that when I watched him in the preseason. So right now for mm-hmm. me, Chris, I don't have any place in him. He's just on an avoid list. It is tough because it's, you know, it could be the role in week one. But right. Robinson could get hurt and all of a sudden Gibson's back to being the guy we thought he was when he was a fourth round pick a couple weeks ago. Right. So I don't want to fade him entirely. There's still room, you know, if McKissick gets hurt, maybe Gibson's all of a sudden in a pass catching role. So I True. do think there's room for him to have value, but you can't look at Antonio Gibson as a week one starter. Let's, uh, and let's all those look. ifs and buts, Chris, just one more thing. Yeah. And that's all talking about a Carson Wentz led offense. Right. Oh, yeah, the upside might not be that high anyway. <laughs> uh, Let's move on to Friday's Bills-Panthers games where I'm going to be taking a a close eye on the Buffalo Bills running backs because, you know, right now, Zach Moss, James Cook, it looks like they both have a role, but Devin Singletary played every snap with the starters in week two in that Broncos game. Do you think there's a chance Devin Singletary is just the guy the way he was down the stretch, or are you thinking there's going to be all three, and what would you want to see from them on on week three? Yeah, I want to see how these snaps kind of 
you know, shake out in this game if they're going to play the Josh Allen first team offense, because what, what we have so far is this idea that, look, it's going to repeat a lot of what we had last year down the stretch with Singletary being the lead back. But I'm not so sure that once we get rolling in the season, James Cook won't have a bigger role just based on the talent level. I thought he looked good in his preseason game, albeit not running with that first team. So what I want to see is if that shakes out again the same way it did last last time, or if we start to see Cook mix in with that first team offense and, and Moss as well. All right, let's move on to Patriots Raiders, where I think both sides have some pretty interesting things to keep an eye on. Josh Jacobs seems to be locked in as the starter for the Raiders. There was that little bit of panic after the Hall of Fame game when he played unexpectedly. But ever since then, Josh Jacobs actually hasn't played a snap in either of the past two preseason games. So what I want to see is whether Zamir White can push him for first team reps. And also, I'll point out, don't forget Amir Abdullah also hasn't played in either of the past two preseason games. They're getting rid of Kenyon Drake. They're either going to cut him or trade him. Amir Abdullah seems locked in as the pass catching back in a Josh McDaniels offense. So yes. if you're going with a zero RB build, or if you already drafted and you had Antonio Gibson as one of your starters, look at Amir Abdullah as a potential early round PPR fill-in. That's what I'm going to say. Not necessarily expecting big things, but could be useful and. Dan, what do you want to see from the Patriots running backs in this third preseason game? I want to see if the Stevenson usage that we've seen in practice in the passing game can translate over to a real game, because if Stevenson becomes a weapon that they feel they can utilize in the pass game to give them a better chance on offense and offense that has been struggling, then he shoots up draft boards for me for sure. I've already, I had been drafting before Harris ultimately anyway, because of the upside, but then he becomes like a, maybe a tier above that because yes, Ty Montgomery will have a role, but they're not going to want to take Stevenson off the field too much. If he's also contributing in the pass game. Now, one interesting thing that I noticed in preseason week two, Damian Harris was actually playing passing downs. That's not something yep. we've ever really seen. He split out wide ones, which has happened 18 times in three NFL seasons prior to that. So it's something to keep an eye on. They may be, you know, with Josh McDaniels out, they may be changing how they use their their running backs, in which case, you know, maybe Damian Harris does have a little more passing game upside. Maybe Ramondre Stevenson could be, you know, a three down back if something happens to Harris. So I think it's an interesting one to keep an eye on. That's going to do it for FFT and five. Before we go, though, I do want to remind you, FFT Draftathon. Dan's been hard at work making sure that we're ready for that coming August 31st at 6 p.m. on CBS Sports HQ and our YouTube channel. We're raising money for a great cause with our friends at St. Jude Children's Hospital. The link to our St. Jude donations page is in the podcast description. Or you can use the QR code on this YouTube channel where you can bid on a bunch of awesome experiences. And check out at FF Today on Twitter for details on our best ball tournament and the FFT Poker Tournament this Monday. We'll see you next time on FFT and 5.